You're going to love this. Just love it. Yes! Yes, you will! Yes, you will. From Pacifica Radio Studios in Los Angeles, this is your broadcast, as heard on 90.7 FM in L.A., 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake, 91.7 FM KYAQ on the beautiful Oregon Central Coast. Stand by for El Nino, Oregon. And coast to coast and around the globe on kpfk.org, on the Stitcher app, the TuneIn app, the iTunes, the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, Radio or Not, Radio Free Brooklyn, and Radio Sputnik five days a week. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, all-around swell fellow from bradblog.com here with you live in the sweltering Los Angeles uh, studios of Pacifica Radio's KPFK. We are live. We will be taking your calls today if the radio gods are with us at 818-985-5735. Good to, uh, good to be back live in the studio after, uh, after uh, too many shows away while, uh, while KPFK Fun Drive was ongoing. My thanks to those who helped uh, Pacifica Radio's KPFK during our latest fun drive. Thank you for keeping afloat the one, the one non-commercial, non-corporatized oasis, non-corporatized public media in the largest media market in the country out here in L.A. It's amazing that it is so difficult to keep this tiny sliver of the public airwaves available for the sole and exclusive use of, wait for it, the public, the non-commercial, non-corporatized public, but it must be done. So that uh, that task has never been easy uh, here, but it's made even more difficult, of course, with the complete collapse of the FCC's interest in assuring that the use of the public airwaves remains within the public's interest. And, of course, other factors like the Internet and the smartphones and everything else that have made it difficult for all terrestrial radio stations to stay afloat. So thank you to those helping us out. Our phone number, as I say, today is 818-985-5735. I got a lot to get to, but I also want to get to you because, as I say, these are your public airwaves. And just to start off, just to just to cheer you up, or actually to cheer me up, uh, it's National Dog Day. So congratulations there. I know, G, our, uh, our board op is very happy about that. Not the dog days of summer, actually National Dog Day. It's also Women's Equality Day commemorating the day in 1920 when the 19th Amendment... Remember when we used to have uh, pass amendments to the Constitution? Remember when we uh, used to try to make things better in this country rather than getting rid of amendments in this country? Anyway, the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote 
was certified into law in 1920 on this day. Wait, they have the right to vote? Wait, what? Um, speaking of public airwaves, uh, I, I work very hard myself to use them within the public's interest. I really do, to help uh, educate and inform the electorate and hopefully entertain them at the same time. Uh, so it, it's but I'll tell you, to that end, when a presidential cycle gets started, it gets really hard to stay focused on stuff that matters. And to that end, I know all you want to talk about is Donald Trump. And we will at 818-985-5735. But uh, some news, some important news, uh, as you may have already heard, a TV reporter and cameraman were shot to death on live television Wednesday morning by their former colleague, allegedly, a journalist who had also uh, recorded himself carrying out the killings and then posted the video on social media. The gunman, who was uh, fired in 2013 from WDBJ in Roanoke, Virginia, fled the scene, went online, posted the video on Facebook and Twitter, and also reportedly faxed the 23-page manifesto and suicide note to ABC News describing himself as a human powder keg that was just waiting to go boom. Oh, man. Vester Lee Flanagan, the second 41 years old, uh, who appeared on WDBJ as Bryce Williams, had evidently been planning this attack for some time, according to authorities. Uh, he shot and killed WDBJ reporter Allison Parker, 24 years old, cameraman Adam Ward, 27 years old, both died at the scene after the gunman fired about 15 shots in a matter of seconds. Uh, the interview subject uh, during that live interview, Vicki Gardner, is in stable condition as of this moment. Uh, just a horrible story. Um, Flanagan, uh, the, the shooter here, was uh, described by Jeffrey Marks, the president of WDBJ and uh, their general manager, as, quote, an unhappy man, difficult to work with. Eventually, after many incidents of his anger coming to the fore, we dismissed him, Marks explained. He did not take that well. That was two years ago. Police had to escort him out of the station. According to this uh, Supposed manifesto that uh, he sent to ABC News. Um, I'm I, frankly, I'm loath to even get into this right now. Uh, why did I do it? I put down a deposit for a gun on 6-19-2015. The church shooting in Charleston happened on 6-17-2015, according to this, uh, this fax. Uh, he says what sent me over the top was the church shooting and my hollow point bullets have the victims. Um this is just, it was just horrible. You wanted a race war expletive? Bring it then, you white expletive. He said Jehovah spoke to him, telling him to act. Uh, he says he suffered from racial discrimination, sexual harassment, bullying at work. He says he's been attacked by black men and white females, attacked for being gay, a gay black man. He says, yes, it will sound like I am angry. I am. I have every right to be. But when I leave this earth, the only emotion I want to feel is peace. Well... Uh, he has at least now found that peace. He died uh, after shooting himself uh, several hours after the shooting as he was being pursued by uh, law enforcement. I'll tell you, and if you want to talk about it, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. But I am frankly loath to let a crazy person hijack the important ongoing conversation about race that is ongoing in this country. 
speaking of uh, crazy persons hijacking important conversations, Donald Trump. Uh, I'll get to him in a moment. But first, <laughs> uh, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with uh, with the broadcast, uh, we are uh, we broadcast every single day, five days a week. And uh, those listening on KPFK uh, who might not know, you can download our programs uh, every day of the week, Monday through Friday at least, at kpfk.org in the archives. It's been a rather amazing uh, last few days on this show. And uh, let me uh, get to a, a clip or two here um, from from some of these past days. We've had some extraordinary guests, uh, and I'll go back for a moment just to—I'll I'll try to hit a couple of them because, again, if you'd like to talk about it, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Mark Klein. The uh, the AT and T whistleblower, the AT and T NSA whistleblower, uh, joined us a few days ago after uh, Edward after new documents were released from Edward Snowden, showing that in fact AT and T had been um, had been working with the government uh, NSA for years, perhaps as long as 1985. So when you hear that uh, oh 9/11 changed everything. Uh, nonsense, says Mark Klein. Mark Klein, you may recall him, was the one back in 2006 exposed the fact that AT&T uh, had a secret room. I should say the NSA had a secret room at an AT&T facility in San Francisco where they had been uh, tapping all of the traffic coming and going across the Internet, uh, not just for AT&T, but for other companies as well who use this backbone line. Uh, essentially, the documents that came out from Edward Snowden vindicate everything that Mark Klein had been trying to say about the government uh, spying, wiretapping uh, Americans warrantlessly, illegally, uh, and that they had been doing it for a long, long time. And this notion that, uh, you know, the, the government is, is filtering out or the phone companies are somehow filtering out. I mean, one thing, the AT&T didn't even require uh, subpoenas from the government. They were happy. AT&T was very happy to work with the uh, with the federal government for years, for decades. And when I asked Mark Klein, uh, who says he feels vindicated by these documents now showing exactly uh, this cooperation going on for years with AT&T, when I asked Mark Klein about the USA Freedom Act, which was recently passed, meant to amend the Patriot Act to take out some of the uh, uh, worse warrantless spying provisions, uh, Mark Klein, the AT&T whistleblower, uh, said basically uh, the, the USA Freedom Act is a joke. The idea that there's a middleman will filter things out for to protect your privacy, well, ha-ha, you'd have to be a fool to believe that. AT&T gives NSA what it wants. Furthermore, that law does not address Internet surveillance at all. It does not touch the secret rooms. Or, those are still in place. That law did not address that at all. So the Freedom Act is a fraud, in my opinion. The Freedom Act is a fraud, and those secret rooms, which he says are in about 17 different facilities, are still in place with AT&T. So there's that, if you want to talk about it, 818-985-5735. Uh, one of the, uh, well, certainly, hands down, I think the biggest uh, a, a news story that uh, we, we helped break or put out there over the past few days, and this was amazing because we got traffic over to bradblog.com to listen to this thing from just everywhere. Uh, Ray McGovern, 27-year CIA, uh, top CIA 
analyst, uh, the man who gave the presidential daily briefings for years uh, to president after president, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, George H.W. Bush, um, the man who who knows what's going on, or at least you know did for the 27 years that he was uh, was serving, has uh, joined together with a bunch of other former uh, uh, veteran intelligence professionals and whistleblowers to ask the White House to demand that the White House and John Kerry explain or at least uh, reveal the evidence that they have after uh, the downing of Malaysian Airlines Flight 17 over Ukraine that uh, has been blamed on Russia, uh, or at least by Russian-backed separatists uh, supported uh, by Russia in eastern Ukraine by the uh, U.S. administration. This happened immediately after this uh, plane came down, after the shootdown, John Kerry went on the air, went on all the stations and says, yes, we know that it was these Russian-backed separatists. We know because we've got uh, information from social media, essentially from Twitter and Facebook. That's what they were going on. Ray McGovern says that's utter nonsense. We spend billions of dollars uh, on intelligence uh, equipment, satellite, and if they have any evidence, then they should bring it forward. And the fact that they're not bringing it forward Uh, suggests that uh, the U.S. does not have the evidence that they were claiming to have. As you can see, it was a, you know, it's an extraordinary claim. Uh, And, uh, well, this guy, you know, if it was anybody but Ray McGovern who understands how intelligence works, I'd say, well, that's ridiculous. But, in fact, uh, he made a very good case for it uh, here on the broadcast just a few days ago. Here's a sample of what Ray McGovern had to say about, about this. This is all very consequential. It's not sort of a debate as no. to who is right. It's really a detective story, and the evidence is available. And what we keep appealing to the White House to do is to tell us what else you have. What they say to us is, well, we don't know anything more than we knew five days after the shootdown. Well, that's just plain not credible. My conclusion is that it was other than what John Kerry said. There is no good evidence that pro-Russian separatists, so-called, or the Russians themselves uh, shot down that plane. I am morally certain that were there to be such evidence, uh, it would be bruited from the housetops as uh, as proof that Kerry was right. And many people support my conclusion that the evidence is not being made available because it shows that Kerry was rushing to judgment, and this whole thing has to do with blackening Putin and the Russians and facilitating the imposition of economic sanctions against Russia. And if that was the gambit, it worked. If that was the gambit, it worked. Uh, there is a, uh, an investigation uh, being carried out by the Dutch that is supposed to be the uh, evidence is supposed to be released in August. I'm sorry, in October of this year. But until then, where is the evidence? Ray McGovern talks about the fact that we have released such evidence in the past uh, when he was there. He's also uh, said that when he was there working with uh, Ronald Reagan, that, in fact, the government lied about similar situations to this. So uh, check out that full interview. It's, it's rather extraordinary over at bradblog.com or over at the archives at kpfk.org. Uh, or over at iTunes. Uh, if you'd like to talk about that, we'd love to hear from you. 818-985-KPFK. That or anything else you want to talk about, um, just uh, make sure it's good and that uh, you don't suck. Uh, speaking of sucking, Donald Trump 
is uh, sucking all of the oxygen out of the news cycle, out of each and every one. And that's why it's so difficult but important to try to bring these issues to you that actually matter. And yes, we will. We will get to Donald Trump in just just one moment. But I, I should note that Desi Doyen, as usual, is here with us today. Hi, Desi Doyen, our producer, Desi Doyen. Hey. Uh, you'll be back in a bit with the Green News Report. Yes. With a big one. A lot to cover today. In well, the Green there's News always Report. a lot to cover. Well, it's a matter is. of can we fit it into that small amount of yes. six minutes. That we, we will do. see. We'll, we'll talk fast. <laughs> uh, because, in fact, uh, July 2015, we now know that you had underplayed your report on yep. July, tw- uh, July being the hottest July ever, originally. In fact, July 2015 was the hottest month ever recorded in the history of the planet. Right. And so that's that's kind of a big deal. But uh, as usual, you're downplaying it. Uh, <laughs> it's also a uh, record uh, wildfire season continues to get worse. Uh, and um, oh, and Obama is on his uh, clean energy tour up to the Arctic, which is good, where he has allowed Arctic drilling to begin, which is bad. Yeah, that's so, so totally contradictory. Yeah. But I have to say that his There's speech that. at the Clean Energy Summit in Las Vegas this mm-hmm. week was really interesting, and he he really skewers a lot of uh, of the fossil fuel industry and free marketeers and folks who pretend like they're free marketeers. We'll get to more of that later, but it's a great speech, and I highly recommend it. You would say that because you, of course, are a uh, Obama bot. So no, that's not. what you would say, a tool <laughs> of the White House. Uh, speaking of tools, Donald Trump... As I said, yes, he is sucking all of the oxygen out from each and every news cycle. And normally, I try to avoid presidential horse race politics as much as possible. People who know this show, uh, I, I try. And, and, and especially this absurdly early in the presidential cycle. But that is now becoming harder and harder, if not impossible, because the fact is that what's happening with Donald Trump is far larger than presidential horse race politics. This is a a political story at this point, not just about the horse race. It's about politics and the devolution of one of the two major political parties in this country. And that's just a fact. What's happening is extraordinary. It's not just about horse race politics. This is about the Republican Party at this point, and it may be about America as well. This is a story of the result of 30 years of epistemic closure of an entire swath of our nation. A swath of the nation that is now living in its own bubble after 30 years. They've, they've created their own, uh, their own news outlets. They don't hear anything else. They are now, like uh, Scarface Tony Montana likes to say, uh, getting high on their own supply. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, anything that is contrary to their ideas. We're talking about green news and uh, science denial there. Anything else they hear, though, that's just liberal uh, bias. That's the liberal media lying to them. Liberal media lies. Trump, Donald Trump will say undocumented immigrants are inundating our country and these chumps and suckers believe him. They're not. Immigration is pretty much at a net zero at this point. We've got more resources now uh, devoted to it, uh, devoted to securing the border than any time in the history of this country. But these chumps and suckers and stooges, they don't know that because they have been lied to for years. Trump tells them, oh, there's a crime wave caused by illegals. Quote, unquote, there isn't first generation immigrants are far less likely to commit uh, to commit crimes than second and third generation Americans. Why? Because they know that a speeding ticket could get them deported. 
It's ridiculous. But these Trumps, uh, these these uh, Trump, these Trump chumps believe it. Trump tells them that the Iran deal is a terrible deal, and they believe him because they become a bunch of incurious stooges who live inside this bubble where they don't hear anything else, or if they do, it's liberal media lies. And the problem is that the folks who created this closed world, it worked great. It worked well for a while politically for them, for the establishment Republicans and and, and Fox News. Those people, they know they're lying. They know that Obama is not a secret leftist, Muslim, communist, fascist. They know that he's not destroying all that is great about America, as Donald Trump likes to say. They know that Obamacare actually works in as much as it was supposed to. They know that uh, Obama has slashed the deficit, the size of government since taking office, but they don't tell that to their chumps and suckers. They know he's not running a war on coal. They know all of that. The establishment and Fox News knows all of that, but they lie to their gullible followers because it is good for politics. At least it was. At least until one of those gullible stooges with a whole lot of charisma by the name of Donald Trump, decided to not only uh, believe these lies, but to stand up and run for president of the United States. Uh Uh-oh, now what? New polls now show Trump destroying everyone in the race. His lead in New Hampshire is three times that of his uh, nearest uh, second-place candidate. Uh, He's just destroying them in New Hampshire. If you add up the the, the total support among Republicans for Jeb Bush, Scott Walker and Marco Rubio, the three establishment favorites, if you add up all their support, they still don't equal Trump. If you add up all of their support for Bush, Walker and Rubio and you double it, then then it begins to match Donald Trump's numbers. He is likely to get the nomination. We told you that first on this show, back when people thought he was a joke. The day that he got in, I told you Donald Trump has just blown up the presidential uh, uh, Republican presidential uh, uh, primary. I don't see what's going to stop him. But will the same tactics that made him successful among Republicans also work in the population at large? Maybe. I know Democrats are delighted about Donald Trump getting the nomination. Be careful what you wish for. Because the same corporate media uh, that fell for the hoaxes of the right wingers also reported on them as if they were real, as if Hillary broke the law with her email server. She didn't. As if Obama was sicking the IRS on his political enemies. He wasn't. And as, as if the Iran deal will ensure that Iran gets a nuclear weapon. And it won't. Not by a long shot. But there are many who do who are not of Fox News chumps and stooges who actually believe that stuff. And Donald Trump may well appeal to them. So for those Democrats who are thrilled about Donald Trump getting in the race, uh, think again. Also, think about everything that we've told you on this show about how the electoral system works or doesn't work. And yes, they are still gaming the electoral system, even in places like Texas, where just a few weeks ago we told you about the great news coming from the Court of Appeals that agreed that, yes, Texas photo ID uh, uh, voting restrictions were illegal, just as the lower the U.S. uh, District Court had had said. The conservative Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals agreed this law is illegal. But you know what? It's still in play. It's still enforced, even though it's illegal, even though it's unconstitutional. And it 
we now have three different courts who have said this over and over again. And yet this voting restriction in Texas is still in play and will be in play in 2016 and will be in play at the end of this year. Uh, at the end of 2015, when there are our local elections, I spoke with uh, Brad Blog legal analyst Ernie Canning about it just a day or two ago. It seems nonsensical to say a law has been struck down, but it's still in force. Uh, but that's basically where where we stand right now. Texas has a, a uh, primary coming up on March 1 of next year, presidential primary, and we may not get a decision out of the uh, full circuit court of appeal prior to then. And even if we do, the matter could be tied up before the Supreme Court. This law it has a, a discriminatory impact. Uh, it desperately impacts uh, minorities and the poor. And you've now had this identical finding three successive times in court dating back to 2012. And here we are in 2015, and we're having to worry about whether that that discrimination is going to occur again in 2016. I'm worried about it. Are you? Or are you one of those Democrats who are giddy with uh, uh, delight that uh, Donald Trump is likely to win the nomination this year? Uh, Yeah. Oh, and then there's the voting machines and uh, how and if uh, people who do get to vote uh, see their votes actually counted or not. We'll be talking about that a little bit later this week, I hope, in uh, on the broadcast as well. You can get that full interview with Ernie Canning over at uh, bradblog.com, over at kpfk.org, uh, or read his article about how some 600,000 already registered voters in Texas stand to lose their right to vote this year and next year, even though court after court has already found the law that would restrict them to be illegal. I find that's amazing. Do you? 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. The phone lines are already lighting up. 818-985-5735. You can also tweet me over on the Twitters live today at The Brad Blog. I'm Brad Friedman. This is your Bradcast. Please stay tuned. Hey, this is Brad. Do you enjoy your non-corporatized, commercial-free Bradcast? Yeah, me too. But we need your help to stay that way. Please consider supporting the investigative blogging, broadcasting, and muckraking that we do here on the Bradcast and the Green News Report and bradblog.com with a donation. It's easy. Stop by bradblog.com donate and drop a few dollars in the tip jar. You can make a one-time contribution or an automatic monthly donation of any amount you like. It's easy. It'll take you about 60 seconds, and you'll help me and Desi stay on the air to continue our troublemaking and muckraking without the corporate influence of anyone. Got it? Thanks. Stop by bradblog.com donate to help us out today. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com here with you, we the people. You may tweet me at thebradblog, and you may call me at 818-985-5735. These are your public airwaves. Let's open them up. A lot of people want to get through. Let's try to keep your calls uh, or or keep your point as uh, sharp and sweet as you can. Uh, Sean in Valley Village, welcome to the Bradcast. What's on your mind, Sean? Hi, uh, thank God you're back. First of all, not all guy 
guys are, you know, crazy white guys have comb overs. Yeah. There are people like you know, the cops, etc. Okay, so this guy was black. Mm-hmm. He perceived a problem. He got a gun. Yep. We're not going to do a damn thing about it. This thing was even on TV. We're not going to do anything about it because we mowed down a bunch of six-year-olds and didn't do anything about it. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate uh, your point, your uh, woeful, uh, dispiriting point, but I, I do appreciate it. And, yeah, that's that's how broken we have become. Uh, thanks for that call, Sean. Uh, and I should add, by the way, that uh, Walmart will uh, stop selling AR-15 assault rifles as of uh, today. Is this, Desi? Is this uh, news that's just uh, breaking in uh, today? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was on the phone. Th- no, no. Th- that's okay. The uh, that's good news, but it ain't. She's right. Sean's right. That's not going to stop uh, the flood of guns, and it's not going to help fix our broken system, which could stop the flood of guns. But we have a broken system, so I don't know. Maybe now that Donald Trump is uh, in charge, maybe he'll fix everything. Let me go to um, Susan. Where are we here? Susan in Redondo Beach. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, Susan. Hi. Oh, my God, that was loud. Here you on. Um, I think you're one of the best things from KPFK, you and Desi. You're very kind. Thank you, Susan. Appreciate that. Um, And uh, you're echoing, by the way. Um, At any rate, so I hope you can hear me better than I can hear you. I can Uh, hear you perfectly, Susan. Go ahead. Do your best. Yeah. Um, I'm from New York City, so I – and I'm also – in the social change and um, therapy field. So I know that the best way to extinguish behavior is to ignore it, uh-huh. and uh, according to research anyway. And by the way, what you do best is speak truth to power. And I don't think we need to mention his name at all. He was an idiot when I lived in New York City. Um, and is he, and but he is in fact resonating. Who, I who, who are you talking? Who are you talking about, Susan? I refuse to say his name, Mr. T. I see, um, Mr. T. And uh, <laughs> um, and I don't want to hear about him. I think um, he's egomaniacal, and it gives him power every time we mention. Well, his you name. know what, Susan. Of course, Mr. T was also famous in the 80s, the actual Mr. T. But but let me say this, Susan. I hear you. And, you know, and I do this uh, show as, you know, uh, hang on. I'll I'll let you respond. Let me just say, I think you need to just speak about the issues Uh that you do so well. And I think you should be in prime time when people, because a lot of people are Uh resonating with that guy. And it's out of their misinformation and out of their fear. I, I hear and you, Susan. To that better than anybody, and I'd like to see you on in the time when people are in their cars driving on rush hour. Well, you're I, you're very. Don't even know what KPFK is. Well, they they hear their broadcast all over the world, Susan, and I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but there's a whole bunch of people I want to get to, and I, I appreciate your kind words. But the fact is, and I would love to uh, ignore Trump, but the fact is, you know, I we do we do this show five days a week now, and we talk about everything that's going on, and we try to focus on stuff that matters. But I will tell you this: the fact that an entire uh, part, major political party in this country has been taken over by this guy, 
uh, it doesn't go away just because you don't talk about it. And I think, well, I frankly, we can call it what it is. It's been taken over by fear and bigotry, correct. and being misled by media only by the people invested. Correct. In Thank- misleading America. I hear you. Thank you, Susan, and I do appreciate yeah, as thank ever. Thank you. Thank you, and Desi. I Bye-bye. appreciate the call. Uh, I, and and I hear you. I really do. I would love to talk about other things, but to only talk about other things. Most of the time, we do. Most of the time, we talk about other things. But to only talk about other things and not recognize what is going on here, what has happened here, how this party has uh, lost its way and, you know, something I've been trying to warn about now for a decade, that this party has lost its way. I reach out. I try to find, when I can find Republicans who are not insane, I bring them on the air. I want to hear from them. I do, because I think it's good, frankly, for Democrats. I think it's good for uh, independents to have legitimate voices on the air, in the political parties, having debates. There is no more legitimate debates. And when you, you know, you hear from uh, Sean saying nothing will be done, that's right, nothing will be done. Because we no longer have a legitimate Republican Party. It's not a question of what should we do about guns. It's a question, will we be allowed to even have a vote on them? The answer is no. No. The Republican, after Sandy Hook, the Republicans disallowed a vote even happening in the U.S. Senate. Wouldn't even allow a debate. There was no vote. It wasn't a matter of do the American people want this or do they want that. No vote. No vote is allowed even though we know what the American people want. The American people, including Republicans, including NRA members want there to be reasonable background checks on every gun sale. We know that. It's not a matter of, uh, oh, the Republicans in uh, Congress are against it or the American people are against it. They wouldn't allow a vote to happen. Why? Because we have a political system that is now broken, that allows for a guy like Donald Trump, who everyone knows doesn't know nothing about nothing, who's making this stuff up as he goes along, who has no actual policy uh, uh, proposals, or if he does, they are fantastical and insane. And an entire swath of the country doesn't care. An entire swath of the Republican Party and, mark my words, a huge swath of the non-Republican Party, if this guy wins the nomination. Democrats, be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm saying. Uh, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Uh, let's go to uh, Herb in L.A. Hey, Herb, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, Herb. Oh, Herb. Are you there? Okay. Sorry, Herb. Hello. Oh, there you go, Herb. All right, just in time. What's up, brother? Uh, well, I'm trying. I've got a horrible echo. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more concerning Trump. Uh, you know, he is... Um, we can't forget that the Republican Party put George Bush in the White House twice. And that's a lot of power. Uh, um, yeah. They, the other thing is that there's just as many stupid Democrats out there as there are stupid Republicans. <laughs> Thank you. There, there are, and, and I agree with you. Uh, the difference is... Um, and by the way, those people calling in with uh, getting echoes, turn your radio off when you call. Uh, the The difference is uh, there is not an industry uh, in place uh, to con and mislead 
Democrats the way there is an industry in place, a huge industry, not just Fox News, but Fox News, all their websites, the Breitbart sites. There's a huge amount of money. I hope to be talking about that as well a little bit later this week uh, and the way the fossil fuel industry is basically uh, controlling that entire right wing media. Uh, we just don't have anything like that elsewhere in all, along the political spectrum. Nothing like that. Nothing like what you see with that right-wing machine, the right-wing machine that has now created the Frankenstein's monster that they cannot kill. They don't know how to kill that monster. 818-985-5735. Hey, Dan in Pasadena. Hey, Dan, how are things in Pasadena? Oh, things are actually very hot in yeah, Pasadena. Know. Yeah, uh, and uh, but doing well. I mean, and hanging in there. Hot and dry, but again, there is no global warming. There's nothing to see here. It's all a hoax. The Earth is cooling. Go ahead, Dan. What's up? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, with all this talk about uh, Donald Trump, why don't we talk a lot about Bernie? Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the the one candidate that's getting a lot of people's attention, mm-hmm. that's speaking, I mean, he's speaking the truth. Yep. He's basically even saying that the whole reason why people are coming out to his rallies is because they are speaking the truth. Yep. Uh, and I agree. So, and he's getting the biggest crowds of any uh, candidate in the race. And yet you wouldn't even know it if you're just so, you know, an average American watching the, watching the news. You'd know Donald Trump. You wouldn't know Bernie Sanders, which is why just a day or two ago we played, I think it was like a seven-minute excerpt from uh, Sanders' comments, which were really good, which were really focused, uh, his response to media who was saying, who really wanted, corporate media really wants him to attack Hillary Clinton. And uh, he wouldn't. He said, I'm going to talk about the issues. I'm going to talk about the things that Americans care about. And then he went on to list the things that Americans care about and they're worried about. And we played it seven minutes. Nobody in the media plays a seven minute clip of anybody. Well, unless it's Donald Trump and they carry his hour long uh, 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 diatribes uh, live on every cable news channel. It's amazing. And if you go to one of his talks, uh, I went to the L.A. Uh, sports arena, mm-hmm. and really, oh, I tell my friends, and even in my internet radio show, that it was an hour-long uh, class, basically, a university class. I would call it American Politics and Economics 101, Yeah, you know, for people that mm-hmm. aren't familiar with a little more detail about probably 20 different issues, you know? Yeah. So it's not just a rally. It's, and of course... People were saying on, on social media when I got home, how come I turn on the TV now and here is Hillary at a small high school auditorium speaking and nothing about what just happened in L.A.? Yep, I know. Uh, Dan, uh, thanks for mentioning that. And we do try to bring them out when we can. And we try to bring out, frankly, all of the candidates, because I'm not picking a side here. I'm trying to report what's going on. I'm trying to inform the electorate. Uh, before I let you go, very quickly, Dan, you said your Internet radio show. Uh, quick, plug it. Go. It's the Now Man Show, Deep Cuts and More, on KillerRadio.org, Monday night. Oh, Dan Now Man. Yes, uh, we know you. Yeah. You play the Green News Report. Thank you for doing that, my friend. And thank-, and thank you. Thank you so much. It's great. We love it. Thanks, brother. Thanks for calling in. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, let me go to, did I, did I properly hang up there? Okay. Uh, let's go back to 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let me go to, uh, Sergi, Sergey, Sergi in Fort Worth, Texas. Is it Sergi or Sergey? 
It's Sir G. Hey, Sir G. Well, welcome. Off, thank welcome. you for taking the call. Sure. I know you ain't got that much time. So I don't. Short. I, uh, very One nice. One of the um, major pieces of news that fell through the cracks lately everywhere was in, up in Pennsylvania. Yet another attempt at reforming our civil asset forfeiture laws, you know, has mm-hmm. stalled. Mm. And it's likely to fail. And, you know, one aspect of police misconduct with all the talk in the news about it lately, you know, one aspect is that's been missed is civil forfeiture. Literally the ability of the law enforcement at any level, from city up to the feds, mm-hmm. to keep your property regardless, you know, of whether you were convicted of a crime or not. Well, to, charged. To, to keep your property uh, and uh, to, to basically do so under false premises, uh, and this is something that the Black Lives Matter movement has been uh, talking about and has actually put put forward 10 really clear points about reforms that need to happen. And I know a lot of people were mad at the Black Lives Matter movement uh, because they had the temerity to interrupt Bernie Sanders a couple of times. Uh, but, you know, they are saying things that need to be said. Sergey, you're saying things that need to be said. Uh, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you using the uh, public airwaves to do it. We will continue to talk about that ourselves on this show. Uh, th- uh, thanks, and stay cool down there in Texas, my friend. All right. Thank you for taking the call. You bet. Uh, let me go to, uh, where are we here? Uh, Sarah. Here we go. Uh, Sarah in... Culver City, welcome to the broadcast, Sarah. What's on your mind? Hello. Hi. Yes, Sarah, you're on the air. Yes, I have an echo, but I hope you can hear me clearly. Everybody has an echo today. I'm sure it's our fault. I can hear you just fine, so go ahead. Fantastic. First of all, hi, Brad. Hi, Sarah. And, uh, swamp is just a symptom of the widespread problem which is this white supremacist system that every one of us know is not working for anybody. You have a, not a great phone. You're saying Sarah, uh, that Donald Trump is a symptom of the white supremacist system? Yes. He's just exposing the system for what it is. Exposing it for what it is. How so? Exactly. And the problem for liberals and Democrats is that we're, we're focusing on the wrong person. Hillary is the one we need to focus on. She's hiding behind the rhetoric and the headlines of Trump Uh and doing her thing. She should be focused on uh, positively or negatively, Sarah? I'm sorry I didn't hear that. I have echoes. I'm sorry. Uh, You're you're saying that we should focus on Hillary in a positive way or in a critical way? Oh, in a very critical way. I don't trust the two Clintons. The Clintons, period. And anybody who does is either delusional or living under a rock. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate the call, and I uh, don't necessarily disagree with you. Uh, Trying to get as many calls as I can. Desi, stand by with the Green News Report. Uh, Let's go to uh, Tony in L.A. Hopefully I'm not echoing to you, Tony, am I? You actually are, but no problem. Wow. Okay, sorry. Real quick, uh, pretty much... We have two choices between Hillary and Bernie. And to make an informed choice, you need to follow the money. Who's the biggest donor, right? So who pretty much donates for this candidate? You'll see Hillary's for corporate America and Bernie's for people. Pretty much that's all I have. Yeah. 
All right, follow the money, and it's going to Hillary, not to Bernie. I'll, the one uh, point that I'll uh, add here, though, is it's not a choice of two people. There's a lot of people uh, in the race, not just on the Democratic side. There's a lot of independents out there, uh, and uh, all this talk about Joe Biden potentially getting in the race, which is starting to look more and more like it could happen. And I don't yet know what to make of that. Um, do we have uh, let me let me get to uh, let's see if I can get to one or two more here. Uh, John in uh, Phelan, Phelan. Hello, Brad. Hi, John. Uh, Brad, quickly, Dan, one of your callers said, can you hear me, Brad? I can. Yeah, Dan said we shouldn't keep talking about Trump so much. But when I talk to some of my Republican friends, I find that I tell them things they didn't know, like David Duke's support for him. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this, this Hispanic guy gets beat up by a couple of white guys that said Trump was right. You know, we should deport them all. And, and then Trump's response, you know, they're passionate. And uh, there's an art, a couple articles on Daily Coast, his supporters that in, in Alabama at this speech that I didn't see it. I don't know if Fox News showed them or not, but. There's an article on Daily Coast about these supporters, these white racists there, you know? Yeah. And so these Republican friends of mine are unaware of some of this stuff. Yeah. Our acquaintances. I don't call them friends anymore. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear they're not friends anymore. But uh, your 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 point that uh, these this this problem doesn't go away if you don't talk about it. I remember years ago people saying, why are you going on air with Ann Coulter to debate her? You should ignore her. No, if I don't go on air with her, you know, uh, she'll be on the air either by herself or with some pushover. And, uh, you know, you need to talk about these things. You need to talk about these people. You need to expose them for the frauds and liars and scam artists that they are. Uh, hey, thanks, John. Uh, all right, last call, and we'll get to uh, Desi Doyen in the Green News Report. Marlene, Marlena, in, or Marlene in North Hollywood, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, is that Marlene? Marlena? I'm here. Good, go, you're on. Okay. But anyway... Ah, and the phones fell apart. I'm so sorry, Marlene. We got in a whole bunch of good calls before the phones fell apart this week. I have no idea why that's happening, but my apologies for that, and my thanks to all of you for calling in. Now, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Desi Doyen and the Green News Report, and if we can fit it in another call or two, presuming the uh, heat out here hasn't melted down the phone lines entirely. I'm Brad Friedman, and this is your Bradcast. Don't touch that dial. Melting for Desi Doyen on a very warm day, a very easy easy day to melt out here in yeah, Los no Angeles. Kidding. This heat, uh, although it is summer, and that is how heat waves work. Uh, yeah, but this one never stops. <laughs> it's just always summer out here. Uh, before we get to the Green News report, um, our caller um, uh, uh, Sergey, uh, Sergey, 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 Sergey. 
just call him sir, <laughs> down in uh, uh, Texas, uh, tweets uh, tweets me at the Brad blog with a link to Lancaster Online with more information on the civil forfeiture reform bill that is currently stuck in state committee up in Pennsylvania. So head on over to LancasterOnline.com to get more information about that. Uh, Des, before we get to the Green News Report, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? I've lost track of the days. Do we have David Roberts on yesterday from... Uh, was that yes. From Vox.com. Yes. Talking about Carly Fiorina, the non-crazy, uh, right? The moderate. Build uh, as such, uh, yes. Right, a Republican. The one who, one, one of the uh, possibilities now to step in and take Donald Trump's place when he falls apart. Uh, like at, that's going to happen. As the Republicans like to pretend. Well, so she's one of these non-crazy ones, and uh, supposedly. And uh, she says she believes in science. And then she goes on to talk about... What's wrong with renewable energy? And it's clear she knows nothing about what she's talking. It's amazing. She, you know, she's uh, doesn't realize that uh, she doesn't want wind farms because it uh, kills birds. Well, yeah, but it kills not even close to the millions of birds that are killed by coal in and house this country. Cats. And oh yes, house cats. Right. She basically. Uh, reiterates all of the old, stupid, already debunked myths that uh, that folks that are trying to maintain the status quo on behalf of the fossil fuel industry. She basically just went through all the same myths that everybody always says. And we have this, you know, it's a great section, a great uh, interview with David Roberts yeah, to debunk the entire thing. So I highly recommend point. listening to that because it's uh, it's it's hilarious if it weren't so sad. And uh, and she does this in the, in the corporate mainstream media. He destroys it uh, Point by point, everything she has to say, you can get those in the archives, of course, at bradblog.com and at kpfk.org and at uh, other fine uh, download sites near you. Uh, but uh, the reason I had mentioned that is because, well, we'll have more on that in tomorrow's show. And uh, Donald Trump said something very similar. And we're going to pick all of this up uh, later in the week because uh, he, too, is out there saying stuff like, oh, Keystone XL pipeline has no impact on environment and lots of jobs for the U.S. But don't <laughs> reply. Don't reply I'll just laugh. because we don't have time. Instead, we have to get to it. Here we go. Our latest Green News report. Tonight, nearly 70 large wildfires are burning in the West. Record wildfire season in the U.S. gets even worse. In the history of keeping records of Earth's average temperatures, no month has ever been hotter than this past month. We did it. Yay us! Turns out July 2015 was the hottest month ever recorded on planet Earth. Scientists stumped over mysterious deaths of whales. Oil prices hit hard by China's stock crash. Plus, it's an American energy revolution that's like evolving from the telegraph to the smartphone in less than a decade. It's happening fast. Obama calls out the fossil fuel industry while supporting clean energy. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Remember, global warming is a hoax. Easily disproven by the fact that it still sometimes snows in the winter. So pay no attention to the Armageddon lurking in the data. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, how much longer can I move forward without noticing the Armageddon in the data? That's a good question. I uh, no idea how long it's going to take Republicans to face up to the facts. I suspect we may hit Armageddon long before they figure it out. What do you have for us 
in today's Green News Report. Well, first, an update. Last week, we reported that July 2015 was the hottest July ever recorded. But wait, there's more. Because as usual... You underplayed it. (laughs) Well, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration came in after our last report to announce that July was even more extraordinary than that. It was the hottest month ever recorded on planet Earth since record-keeping began in the mid-1800s. So it wasn't just the hottest July ever. It was the hottest month ever. Ever. And so far, this is shaping up to be the hottest year ever. Ever. And yet... Republicans still tell us that the globe is cooling and there's nothing to worry about here. That's right. What could possibly go wrong? Meanwhile, as we've been reporting, record heat and drought are fueling a record wildfire season in the U.S. More than 65 major fires are now burning across seven western states. Firefighting resources are stretched to the breaking point. The U.S. Forest Service over the weekend called on active duty U.S. military and firefighters from Australia and New Zealand to add to the more than 27,000 firefighters already deployed. They're calling firefighters from New Zealand Zealand to come yes. out? Yes, they are. On Friday, President Obama declared a federal state of emergency for Washington State, where the Okanogan complex of wildfires is now the largest in Washington State history. It surpassed the state record set just last year. The record heat in the oceans off the coast of Washington may also be contributing to the mysterious deaths of about 30 whales that have washed up on Washington State beaches. Scientists say they do not know what is killing the whales, but some speculate that, quote, the unusual mortality event may be due to a record massive toxic algae bloom off the West Coast that's been fueled by record warm ocean temperatures. And we have these algae blooms all the time. The difference is this is bigger and worse than anybody has ever seen it, I believe. That's right. Meanwhile, the recent crash in global stock markets has hit the oil industry exceptionally hard. Energy industry analysts say the ongoing slowdown in China's manufacturing sector is reducing demand and oil prices are likely to stay low because China is no longer buying up the glut of oil being produced around the world. Oil is now sticking at or below $40 a barrel and the Washington Post reports that is hitting investment in dirty tar sands in Canada and shale oil in the U.S. because those sources are not profitable at lower oil prices. Good for drivers, bad for investors, even worse for the planet, I'm afraid. The drop in oil prices also won't help folks in Oklahoma, which has broken its own record for earthquakes set just last year. The surge in earthquakes is thanks to the increase in fracking operations in Oklahoma. Last year, they had over 600 measurable earthquakes. This year, Oklahoma's already had more than that in less than nine months. So we're burning down the West, we're killing all the whales, and we're making earthquakes in Oklahoma. Whole lot of shaking going on. Finally, President Obama called out the fossil fuel industry, the Koch brothers, and fossil fuel lobbyists on Monday for spending millions in trying to roll back the clean energy revolution in the U.S. That's not the American way. That's not progress. That's not innovation. Ordinarily, these are groups that tout themselves as champions of the free market. But in this situation, they're trying to undermine competition in the marketplace and choke off consumer choice and threaten an industry that's churning out new jobs at a fast pace. Obama was speaking at the annual Clean Energy Summit in Las Vegas on Monday. He announced some major new energy investments, including a billion dollars for the Department of Energy to invest in new solar and a new program to help homeowners lower their electricity bills with energy efficiency upgrades. So as it turns out, the free marketeers 
don't actually support the free market. At least the fossil fuel free marketeers. For much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Download our reports anytime via iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. What? The Republicans? The Republicans don't support the free market that they pretend to support? It's as if they've been lying to us the whole time. My thanks to Desi Doyen, our producer, to Cynthia Cohn, our booking goddess. Stay tuned for the legendary John Wiener and the 4 o'clock report. Why California is so different politically with Washington Post's Harold Meyerson. You're not going to want to miss that. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, uh, you can find me on the Twitters at TheBradBlog. You can email me at bradcast at bradblog.com. Oh, just find us one way or another. I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world.